Come, sit by the fire. Listen to my tales as the shadows dance and weave, and I weep stories of adventure, wonder, and woe. These tales could be short glimpses into lives of unlikely heroes, or epic yarns that span many sessions. Regardless, the nights can be long and dark, but you are always welcome to join me in the light of the flames and listen. Welcome to Stories by the Fire. Aaron plunged back into the depths of the dark mirror maze. With new determination, she desperately searches for the faint source of her little boy's cry. Was it the real Evan screaming for help or yet another twisted illusion produced by this realm of leaves and shadows? Leaves and Shadows, Chapter 20, Mirrors Evan! She could barely hear her own voice over the racket her twisted doppelgangers made behind their glass prisons. Collectively, they pounded mercilessly on the mirrors so hard that the glass rattled against the wall. The sound was deafening. Aaron frantically looked around. She couldn't see anything of use. The corridor was darker than the ones before, or she was light blinded from her previous room. There was plenty of movement, but all of which came from the malicious reflection's hostile motions. The reflections themselves were much darker than before. Now, with the flickering nature of her lighting, she could only see their violet silhouettes behind the glass panels. She moved forward purposely. Her mind and heart were wild with panic and hope. She was torn between rushing ahead to search and keep a more methodical pace so she wouldn't miss any important details. She succumbed to both mindsets as she assumed a fast-paced jog. Thanks to the new rush of adrenaline, her burning arms from the weight of her son pacified. A part of her that she very much wanted to ignore knew that her current strength was finite. Inside her abdomen, her daughter began to do what felt like somersaults. She approached the end of the corridor and reached another fork in the maze. Aaron looked down both paths. They were identical shadow passages that quickly turned down other corridors. She futilely strained her ears to listen to Evan's disembodied voice. As before, it was impossible to hear anything over the thunderous banging. A moment later, she just picked the direction and strode down it without hesitating. Once again, she chose to go down the left path. Evan! She called out. Now that she was further in the maze, her voice was no longer audible over the din. How could she possibly hear Evans? Hopefully her instincts will help her sense what her ears could not. Somehow that elusive sense had a much more profound ability to discern what was true and false in this dark, evil world. At least she hoped that her instincts could unveil some hidden truths in this world of shadow and manipulations. No, she couldn't afford the self-doubt at this time. It was useless and dangerous. She had more than one reason to suspect that Anthon's spirit was trapped somewhere within this dark place. Her mother had told her so. Even the dark voice had alluded to as much. The very idea of her son being trapped alone and scared in this black purgatory broke her heart. She pushed her fear away roughly as she doggedly moved forward. 
She scanned the area ahead for the barest hint of his little form. She found nothing but the silhouettes constantly pounding on their mirrors. The barrage of sound frayed at her nerves. She tried to tell herself that they didn't matter. They were just stupid reflections. Although their words were harsh, they hadn't harmed her physically and probably couldn't. The unbidden voice in the back of her mind spoke again. Its dark voice unhindered by the sound waves crashing against her being. I wouldn't be so certain of that, my dear. She actually paused as his unbridled words crashed through all the berries of sound and thought. She had thought she had left it behind her. Far behind in the den of leaves and shadows. She felt its cold amusement flare from the place it occupied within her core. Oh no, Aaron, my sweet. I've been watching your progress from afar this entire time. You can never go anywhere without me. Shut up, she thought fiercely. She felt its cold amusement fade back, watching, waiting. The pounding intensified even more so. Somehow, these glass monsters sensed the exchange that had occurred. At least she could not hear their individual catcalling, although she did not believe that they were trying to taunt her individually at the moment. They seemed to be working together as a united force. She went down more confusing corridors. It was impossible to get her bearings. She ignored her growing vertigo and continued her route going this way and that. She walked left, then right, left, left, right, left, right, only to walk straight into a shadow dead end. She backtracked and started down another undetermined course. The twists and turns looked all the same. She continued down more dead ends. She continued her trek through the maze for an undetermined amount of time. All the while, she kept calling out into the thunder. Evan! Her doubts continued to plague her. How could she be sure that she even heard her son's voice within these thunderous halls? She continued to bat her insecurities away, but it was becoming increasingly more difficult to do so. Her uncertainty was becoming a fast-growing cancer of the mind that ate away the grip of her tenuous calm. That fear continued to bore through her, trying to reach her core, her sanity, her soul. The forces here wanted to leave her as a limp shell just like her son. Aaron had something else to contend with. Her body, whose horizons of tolerance she had long since crossed, was now reaching the crescendo of what she could possibly do. Willpower or not, she could feel her depleted tanks begin to grind within her. Her adrenaline was beginning to wane. She knew that she must have used up her lifetime supply ten times over on this night. As it dwindled, she felt unbelievably drained and so much weaker. Her son's weight started to drag her arms again, causing them to burn like fire. Her back ached murderously, air and piston raggedly in and out of her lungs. Her throat felt scratchy and irritated as she called out, Evan! She was growing hoarse. To top it all off, her newly active baby girl, but then her pregnant abdomen, decided now was the perfect time to use her bladder, like a trampoline. She flipped Evan from one side to the other. Any relief such a maneuver gave her was momentary at best. At all angles, her child was still limp and heavy in her arms. 
The reflection's pounding continued. She vaguely wondered if the reflection's hands were either bruised or bleeding from the continued punishment. She looked over at one mirror beside her. She could see signs of bleeding on its hands through the almost opaque glass. She was about to turn away, then something level with the reflection of the fist caught her eye. She squinted as she looked closer. When she realized what it was, her eyes went wide and she took an involuntary step back. It was a small, jagged, white nick. This crack in the dark glass was more than a little unsettling. She looked around at the other mirrors and realized that that was not the only mar. Not all the ones she glanced at possessed one, but about a quarter of them did. Nor were the present marks identical. They all had a chaotic look that was all their own. All of them were small, but they were all located in the same vicinity as the first one she saw. She moved forward. As she did so, she scanned the rattling mirrors for more cracks. They were showing up with more and more frequency. Aaron did not believe it was her imagination either, when she saw that the cracks were starting to grow in size as well. Soon all the mirrors possessed a crack in their surface. The reflections continued to attack their mirrors without any signs of slowing. She just happened to glance up at one of the mirror's reflections as it struck the glass at just the right angle, when suddenly, the glass splintered with a thunder crack of sound. It reminded Aaron of the noise a dry branch made when it shattered under the weight of too much snow in the winter. The crack spidered across the pane of glass in a chaotic line that was over two feet long. All of a sudden, the entire corridor of reflections froze within their frames. Through whatever group mind that they possessed, they realized just how close they had come to piercing their own glass prisons. Aaron looked around slowly. The reflections held their motion. Aaron and the reflections wondered the same horrible collective thought. What would happen if they all broke through? Aaron didn't know, but she knew she wouldn't like the answer. She had a feeling that the dark reflections did not know the answer themselves, but that they were very, very curious to find out. The stillness to the corridor, to all the corridors, was so complete. She almost did not want to breathe or move for fear of breaking their reverie. A hangover from the cacophony of their pounding rung in her ears. Then one sound pierced the quiet darkness with awful clarity. Mama! With her son's voice echoing in the dark corridor, Aaron desperately rushes to him. As she charges ahead, the psychotic reflections savagely attack their mirrors with vicious fervor. What's worse is they're starting to break through their glass prisons. Will Aaron reach her son in time? Or will the monsters finally free themselves from their mirrors and drag her back into the darkness of the leaves and shadows? Thank you for listening to my story by the fire. I hope my tale stirred the flames in your heart in some sincere way. If you enjoyed this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chancy. My other podcast, Theater of Heels, is a superhero adventure following fangirl hero wannabe, Erica Belfry, who found the world behind the mask was not what it seems. 
I also have the epic fantasy podcast titled The Skies Embrace, which follows the crew of the sky ship, the Maiden's Arrow, as they navigate the perils of the clouds. All these tales and more are available on my website at ChristopherChancy.com and my YouTube channel. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you can get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May the light of the flames always bring you warmth. Good night.